Just a warning: what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Flyerside chat. Flyerside chat here. I should. I was just. I just got done uploading the new merch. I saw and editing it and putting them up. And I heard I forgot the name of the show. No, oh well. it's all right. Glorious. The merchandise is fantastic. Yeah, if everyone merch. doesn't go out and buy that, the link is on the uh, Brotherly Pod Twitter page uh, at Brotherly underscore Pod. If you want to uh, check it out, working yeah. with the uh, what are they called Bitmojis or something like that. The Little people on the iPhones. Yeah, I don't know, but they look like us, and it's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's eerily close. Speaking of things that are fucking weird, I can't help but notice uh, uh, <laughs> you've got a mustache right now. Yeah, unfortunately. Did you wake up again in the middle of the night and shave your beard by accident, and that's what you left, or is this by no, choice? No, we, uh, like a, a team bonding thing uh, at the office so we're the only financial institute everywhere i've worked and settled in at like and when i finally had a team and finally had a you know co-workers that i like had an actual home there it's been primarily men like i've had like either one or no females in the office whatsoever which is so fucking weird for banking for any of you who are like 97 and still go to the bank you understand that when you go there you're just seeing other 97 year old women not me uh, that's not my office. So we, um, we, we decided, Hey, we're going to do this. And the only two that participated were me and my boss. Ironically, the only human I enjoy in the office. Um, but, uh, he is like this light peach fuzzy type of thing. So it doesn't, it's not noticeable. This though, this ain't it. Like it's very noticeable. You look like me. Ned Flanders right now. Just fuck right off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steph was walking the dog today. I got home from work. She got home a little bit before me. She's walking the dog, and the dog sees me from the the other end of the block. So she lets go of the leash, and he, you know, he runs all up to me, all excited. He's super excited, and I love that, right? I mean, I like I love the dog more than I love any human on the planet, including Stephanie. So I'm sitting there petting the dog, so happy the dog is excited to see me, and now I'm feeling all good, all all joyous, right? I've left this hellish office that I'm in. I'm giving my dog pets and all this love. Everything's great. Steph comes up and she goes, oh, Jesus Christ, I forgot you have that fucking mustache again. And all of a sudden, my whole world came crashing down because I knew sex was not on the table tonight because I look like a pedophile. You look like it's a not great. bowling alley creep. Yeah, that's exactly right. Seduce teens. Hey, kids, that's, come here. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I have no comeback for any of this. This was not, this is not a good decision by me or my boss, uh, but I couldn't let him go out there alone. Uh, had to have his back here, so I, I too had to. What was that line from from Family Guy when Brian's outside the bowl? Like the kids, I, I keep getting older, but the kids are the same age, or something like that. That's what you remind me of right now. Just please, some please weird tell me creep. that you don't think that that line originated from Family Guy. No, that's what I remember from. All right, whatever. <clears throat> <sighs> I just. God damn it, man.
like I, I have you just not forget it i can't i can't have this conversation <laughs> you remember that line doesn't matter fuck it uh all right so I, i've got, i've got a lot of stuff that that's been on on my brain this week and i'm gonna, I'm gonna we're just gonna go through it really quickly for one um how'd you like the question on katie's show oh my god that fucking dr wendy peppercorn unbelievable brilliant right it was good yeah thank you so much so i use this at work right uh so the next day or, or whenever the whenever the show got posted um everyone at work they were like are, is this just how you always are like are you just nuts all the time and i'm like yes yeah like my brain just operates at a different level i don't understand like i don't know where it comes from i just get bored and i fuck around with people it is what it is uh and they were like no you you must turn this off and i was like you know what we got a brand new host on the podcast network that i work with and this is how i welcomed her to the show and i played that bit and you not even being able to get through it and then i made each one of them attempt to read it off of my phone from the text line that i texted to you um and it was just gold man i just uh i'm so i'm so appreciative that it, it got through also like i said i've been making a point to listen to more of our more of our stuff i get mentioned quite a lot on these shows oh, yeah. this is a far cry from last year's time when nobody where i was the existed. every yeah. every ninth week guy that when <laughs> when dan's first 11 options failed he was like you know what i'll, I'll see what jane's doing and now here i am you've come look a long way in the last year yeah. look at us in times <clears throat> of struggle we should all feel comfortable and confident enough to call out the wondrous dr wendy peppercorn for the affirmation that our ehlers daniels is completely normal and that with three to seven point three two grams of lilac shavings <laughs> mixed in equal parts orange juice and apple cider vinegar our human elasticity will reduce back to normal capacity just as the philosopher tyler houston once said sisters be sisters until one of them knocks noah out for fun then their flyer side chat quad a talent Anyway, just here to listen to Dan attempt to read this question. If you had to replace your co-host with any member of the Brotherly Pod team, who is it and why is it Nick? Is it because he wore shorts in his engagement photos like a lunatic and that level of confidence hasn't been seen from any other human in all my days? Even still, you're getting partial chuckles whilst reading that. <laughs> so and I got to stupid. Say, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to bring in all of my like final words of, of emails that I've been sending out to my team ever, you know, ever since, well, ever since I started doing it there. Uh, and I'm going to read some of those to you, but unbeknownst to me, not one of them had ever read them until I played that clip for them. And then my boss was like, all right, I'm going to finally go back and pull up all of these emails. He pulled back up every email I ever sent and went just to the bottom line, like underneath the signature line and read this shit. And he's like, what the fuck are you sending? To these people and i'm like you're included too but Should forward yeah. them to the show and i'll read them here yeah i will <clears throat> i'll absolutely start just you know i'm gonna fuck around though it's any show but anthony's i'm gonna mess with that's right uh, dude's too professionally sound i gotta i want to keep the keep he that totally there. doesn't belong with the rest of us so he's so good <laughs> um but yeah i uh i do i want to give a, a a special short shout out to mark for giving i legitimately look forward to these reviews that he puts in his notes section i have to imagine by the way that mark's just sitting like 
in some truck on some site somewhere observing other humans do work he's got the laziest most like respected ish job ever and i fucking appreciate that that's amazing good for you mark but i just imagine you're sitting in your truck just watching all these other people labor over all of this stuff and you're just like you know what i'm gonna listen to wow you got really good movement over there thank you no problem i'm gonna listen to dan and shane and then i'm gonna collect all of my thoughts that's seductive. <laughs> Would you fuck me? You I'd fuck me. <laughs> you could have just ignored it and kept talking, but I can't though because see, this is this is what I'm talking about. This is unfortunately, I can't. I wish I could, but my brain doesn't allow it to happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, you know sending these in every single week. I can't get enough of it because I sit here and I wait. And then if I wait too long, like if I'm in like meetings or something, the day that he posts this on Twitter, I'll get a text from him. And I'll be like, just so you know, I sent in the review to Twitter and then I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to go and pretend to go use the restroom right now in the middle of this fucking meeting just so I can go read this. So Mark as always, dude, thank you for writing shit in. It's glorious. Uh, and I can't wait to hear whatever the hell kind of stupid question you pulled up this week. And on that note, you said we got like nine questions this week, so I feel like that's going to be the show. So by all means, let's start with that. <laughs> um, I'm still sick, everyone. I don't know if you can tell, but um, I don't remember which one. I'll just go in the order we received them, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Got nine questions, and I think one of them is a two-parter. So, uh, All right, let's go. Um... This is like a legit question. All right, here we Solid. go. <laughs> uh, Buckle up. This person wants to know uh, how the Farg can get better engaged with fans to keep the energy and passion flowing in the arena. It feels like the crowd was crazy to start the season, but it's quickly turned back into a listless, monotone, endless sidebar conversation of suits like they were at the bar. So... <sighs> Put a better product like... on the ice. That's what they got to do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I do feel that's, like that's it's... the kind of thing that takes time. You yeah, know, for sure. In and this we saw this in nineteen twenty as well, when they had the uh you know, they came out kinda hot and then they you know cooled off a little bit and they got hot towards the end, right before the pandemic hit. And it took a long time before people started buying back into it. You know, coming out of the gate hot, I mean they've only played ten games this year, and I think what half at at the most were at home. So mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be hot for the home opener. You may carry that momentum over. I believe they want a four-game homestand open the season or something like that. So you may get a little bit of extra momentum there. But to truly build a better environment is to know when you're going to go there every night, you're going to see a awesome product that's going to be a lot of fun, and they're more than likely going to win. And if you can build that energy up over the course, I mean, we may be talking like, next season you know <laughs> to to truly build it up and earn the trust back of the fans that you've squandered over the past fucking decade you know it's going to take time to build that you know that that relationship back up but that's the way to do it ultimately is to to just win hockey games and be fun yeah the disingenuous things that can come in from whatever sporting arena that you're in or, or, or field and stadium that you may be in that those disingenuous like gimmicks they kind of come up to get the crowd pumped up for like 18 seconds. Yeah. And then the game picks back up and everyone dies back off. Like that's not what you need or want. Um, you know, and, and I do think that, you know, it, it's as much fun as the flyers can be for stretches of time in games. Um, 
ultimately you still have, you know, third periods like they had the other night where you're just holding on and hoping. And that's tough. You know, when you got 60 minutes on the ice and 35 minutes of it is spent just saying, well, you know what, let's, uh, let's play a real safe brand of hockey right now. You know, you, you're not really infusing energy into the product on ice and it's not going to resonate under the, into the arena, you know, because we're all sitting there just shitting a brick waiting for a mistake to happen. Um, you know, and, and I do think that like, there is a certain point in the season and a certain point in games where fans will really pick up on that. Like they will, they will dig the, the, you know, just clearing a puck, um, you know, and preventing clean entries. And it may be just this chip chippy, shitty hockey right in, you know, in between, uh, in between the blue lines there, but like, we'll appreciate that for that five minute stretch of time that we made life hell for that opposing team. And that's, that's energy driven. Um, you know, but to, to go ahead and, and do that for, like I said, you know, 20 plus minutes a night where you're ho- trying to hold on to a lead, you know, you're effectively giving them, you know, about half that game where you're choosing to not put energy into your own home arena. And I think that's tough. So, um, you know, I don't know that it'll, it'll be next year. Like you think Dan, but you know, I, I do think it's going to take a bit for, you know, for the flyers to gain the trust of, and especially in this fucking city i mean it's miserable in, in sports across the board you know so it's going to take a little bit of time but um but yeah just win baby uh this person says recast a couple popular sitcoms with the brotherly staff i may hang up and listen <laughs> um all right well if we if we're doing any any sick you're just doing seinfeld that's all we're gonna do have you seen Seinfeld? Tell me you've seen Seinfeld. You've also haven't seen Days in it occasionally. Fuck! What's a sitcom you've seen, Dan? Um, <coughs> um, um, I don't know. What are sitcoms? I mean, all right, Seinfeld getting... it is. You've seen enough of it to know. That's fine. Um, all right, we're, we're just going to go through the main, the main four, five. We'll go through like five or six of them. I think I'm George. I'm not quite to the level of insanity of Kramer, but I could get there and I acknowledge that. But I have to admit, dude, I think you're Kramer. Probably. I think that's fair. I do think I'm George. Watch the pilot episode and just watch the insanity that occurs from him as he sits there and has an entire conversation and debate with a waitress and then Jerry in a laundromat over signs and signals that don't get picked up. It's absurd. That's a two-second conversation for a normal person. Not for George, not for me. So I think I'm George. Jerry's a tough one. Jerry's like one who who, who laughs at his own jokes because he's not a real actor. But he's a necessary person. Manny. I can get behind Manny as Jerry. Yeah, I, I could definitely get yeah. behind Manny as Jerry. All right, you got Manny as Jerry. I'm George. You're Kramer. <laughs> Elaine's definitely Noah, right? Yes. Yep. No, we're just going to fuck around. Noah's Newman because he's everyone's favorite villain, but we all still secretly somehow love the man, just like we all loved Newman. Newman. So I think that's uh, that's pretty easy. It's the Elaine thing that's that's a problem. I don't really know where we go in that direction. Mark, good question, dude. I'm also going to spend a lot of time as as 
I typically do with Mark's question, overanalyzing this after we hang up. After he hangs up. No, after we hang up. Because then I, I go back in, into my guest bedroom, you know, or go back and lay down next to Stefan. She's just like, why are you, like, not sleeping? I'm like, Mark asked this fucking question. And I just can't think of the real answer that I wanted to give. So he, he causes me anxiety. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll sleep on a lane and we'll figure that one out. We don't know which member that might be at this point. Solid question, though. I appreciate it. Next. Yeah, this one looks like a two-parter as well. Um, uh, This person says, uh, The Washington Capitals play-by-play team on NBC Sports Washington both wore Capitals jersey to celebrate the 25 years as an on-air duo. Is this type of homerism appropriate for a broadcast? What is the worst form of homerism that you have encountered? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Does that stuff ever really bother you? Not particularly. Yeah, I can't say. I think the more fun you can have as a broadcast team, the better. I definitely agree with that. Um, You know, there's nothing worse than a stale, just kind of going through the motions in your broadcaster's voice, you know, giving you a play-by-play thing of the game. You know, I, I appreciate the energy and emotion. There's so much passion in you know an audible version of a game you know to sit there and and just you know if if you're driving home from somewhere and you're listening to a game like to be able to do that on the radio for for any sport is amazing um but to do it for hockey is is pretty special so um but yeah homerism I, i don't know that that ever gets me too too much because i'll be honest i'm a philadelphia sports fan like i hate our own teams enough whilst loving them that when commentators hate them, like all it does is make me hate the commentator and like shield myself from allowing myself to hate the on field or on ice product here. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I it's, it's been, it's been pretty shitty. Some Eagles games. I'll, I'll, I'll own that there. There have been some Collinsworth. I think the, worst form of homerism I encounter is just the weird section of the sports Twitters that are like overly positive despite you know it's like the meme with the dog the whole building's on fire this is fine you know there's, there's those people <laughs> drive me fucking nuts the ones that are you know the 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 overly positive crowd that can then pull that later I never stop believing so shut the fuck up those people drive me nuts but I don't know sure we can bask <laughs> in that response Sure. Sure. All right. Roll the next. I'm getting there. Hold on. No worries. You take your time. Um, <laughs> what do you think about the use of analytics in swimming? If Noah kept track of his expected STR percentage, oh, expected strokes percentage, would it give him a stroke up on the competition? I have to assume that Noah is a professional stroker, given that he talked to you on Halloween as a college student and did not go out. So I have to assume his strokes per minute is pretty high, whether or not his on-field game time is something that it would allow the strokeage to go that high is another story. And I, I'll be honest, as I continue with this gross metaphor... I do want to vomit just a little. 
That's really unfortunate. Did Noah ask this or did someone ask this on behalf of Noah? Uh, I think it's a Manny question. Interesting. <sighs> We're going to have to call Noah. Let's see if he, if, see if he needs some analytical insight on his, his glory days of swimming. Does he still swim? Is that a thing? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Who the fuck does he swim for? Whatever college he's in. They have swimming in college? That's what I said, too. Fuck. I hope they didn't give him money for that. <laughs> I hope not. Um, this person says, In a gladiator-style showdown, everyone equipped with a sword and shield, who wins the battle out of the Brotherly Pod team? Boy, they're really <laughs> these. These are the questions this week. Um, they always well, want to see us against each other for some reason. I'm I'm terrified. Well, I mean, you know, I don't make friends on this network. Um, That's true. <laughs> I like, like like I said, I don't want to be. I don't ever want to be sliced. You can stab me. So as long as <laughs> with a cleaver, as long, fuck off. As long as I'm getting stabbed, like I, I don't really give a shit. But if you're going to, like, slice part of me, we're going to have a real fucking problem. <laughs> and I think that for that reason, like, I'd be a, an absolute animal in this gladiator-styled arena attempting to not get sliced. <laughs> like, so much so that I might, like, just, like, take off any armor that would be allowed and just, you know, run in whatever gladiator-esque underwear is allowed and just run straight at someone and just be like, stab me, get it over with, stab me to the point that they would then become uncomfortable and be like, D should I do this right now? Is this like a survivor thing? Like what's happening? And then I would get them. I have to assume that in this particular arena, I would win. I'm just going to say, I believe in myself to not get sliced. <laughs> I'm too fucking afraid. <laughs> oh, Christ. Who do you think? Uh, probably you or Anthony. I think Anthony would be good in this kind of competition. Maybe. Noah's getting eliminated minute one. <laughs> That's, you know, it's pretty bad. Like, I do assume that in this particular scenario, if there's like 11 of us, however many are in the network, in a circle, and like all of a sudden the lion gets like runs back into its thing, however these fights started in, you know, in this era i do believe that if it were 11 of us 10 of us would just turn to know and be like sorry dude we just got to make sure that this is not like a joke yeah we're gonna take you out first um and then to be certain we'd all you know take a stab or a slice if you wanted to be an asshole but that wouldn't be me i don't think i could handle slicing someone either <laughs> like i feel like even just seeing that happen i would be like Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna die. I don't I don't think that would work out so well. Maybe Nick would be good at this as well. This feels like something that's closer to up his alley. Yeah. I don't know. Any of us have six fingers? Hello, mm -hmm. my name is Nico Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Hello. Okay. Princess Bride, dude. <laughs> All right, man. I'm excited. Oh, Christ. 
is a two-parter. Uh, the first one is a hockey question. Uh, how would you describe Lindblom's play so far this season? He's only registered one point in ten games so far. The weird hate that Oscar Lindblom is getting on Twitter is is truly baffling. Um, <clears throat> you know, he he's not racking up the points, but he's on the most defensively responsible line on the team, and I do feel like that line is creating the most offensive chances, even though they're not burying anything. Uh, more often than not, I feel like the, you know, when there's a shot that <clears throat> gets close to the net, but doesn't go in, it, it feels like it's either Lawton or Lindblom kind of getting that opportunity. Um, so I don't know why he's drawing all kinds of criticism uh, that entire third line has, and I'm not entirely sure why. I, I really do like what they're doing, and, you know, if, if one of them was a goal scorer or was more capable of finishing, I think that would be a, just a phenomenal trio. But because they're all kind of, you know, guys that can score but aren't necessarily great at it. I'm trying to – my voice is giving out as I'm doing this. I'm trying to uh, <clears throat> speed this up. But um, as we uh, – you know, that that line – just needs a finisher, and, you know, JVR has always been a net front guy on the power play. He's not going to snipe. Lawton takes shots, but he very rarely hits the net. Lindblom has been all around the net, but, you know, he's not a pure goal scorer either. So if that line had somebody, I think it would be beloved, but because it's not, they're all kind of getting questioned. But I don't know. I really like what that third line is doing so far this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the hate. Um, you know, to me... Every every line on, on every team, you know, across the NHL, they, they have a, a specific purpose in the identity of what this team or their team may be. And this third line, I mean, I mean it's traditionally an, an energy driven line. And that's what this this line does. You know, they're creating their own offensive chances. They're wearing you know opponents down. They're sound defensively. Um you know, and and like I said, the, the sure the numbers aren't overly sexy at this point, but Again, it, whether you're analytics guy or, or or gal or not, um, you know, I think that like just using the eye test and seeing all the positives that come from them on the ice, like apply logic for just half a second and realize that like they're probably not going to be this snake bitten on terms of definitive, you know, scoring numbers for that much longer. Um, you know, if you keep, you know. I mean, it's as cliche as anything. Keep getting pucks on that, and good things are eventually going to happen. And like that's that's what's going to happen for this line. And you know, maybe there's a shake up there at at some point. I mean, we're, we have you know three, four guys you know potentially coming back and you know squeezing into the lineup. And these lines may look very different, but for right now, for what they're doing, I don't have a, a single bad thing to say. And uh, the follow up question: Can you give me a detailed analysis of different types of saws? Eat my ass. I am so tired of you as a human, Katie. Like, I mean, there were like five different... You didn't know what cocaine was? How did you not know what the cocaine was? This is ridiculous. I listened to the damn show and you didn't know what cocaine was. I don't do cocaine. I'm just saying. I don't understand how with the clues that were given, you couldn't just contextually get there. But nope. But you know what you could do? Sit there and rattle off Shakespeare quotes like it was no fucking problem. Weird as hell good for you for that second part though i appreciate that about you it is fine but i am genuinely concerned there was some other dumb lettuce she didn't know that hair was lettuce like i felt noah's inner rage come out in that moment which is a shame because that inner rage just comes out as goofiness but i know noah wanted to stab her that day and i'm with you noah 
sure you don't stab, want to slice her? Not slice. God damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just saying that. Stab, not slice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think it's worse with this hood thing on. Man, this is... Whew, this is a real tough, real tough week for me. <laughs> uh... I think I know who this is. Four Flyer Side Chat going off the discourse on Twitter today. What do you think is the best fruit to have sex with? Explain your answer. Think we should call the professional in? <laughs> like I've never I've never been in such a drought where I could say that produce was something that got me hard. Um but I think if if, you know, we could certainly contact the leading professional in this field i can't believe he even commented back when i had said like something about plucking watermelon seeds out of his urethra and he he oh he said it's pumpkin season yeah do you see the size of those fucking seeds do you know those Nerf guns that you had as a kid where you're sitting there like pew pew and those discs come flying out? That's what I'm assuming hitting the back of his toilet bowl after he fucks a pumpkin, which by the way, the smell of that pumpkin is horrifying. But you're in there just acquiring seeds to use it as a weapon. That's ridiculous. If you wanted to divorce your wife, just divorce her. Don't kill her. <laughs> God damn, man. Don't fuck fruit. And then he, he said he puts the wig on the jack-o'-lantern. And... Oh, it just got weird, man. I don't know. I stopped reading the comments. That's why what? I stay off Twitter. I was just thinking like a glory hole in a fruit thing. No, he goes full on, you know, weekend of burnings with him. And just, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Get your life together. <laughs> For real. I can't believe he still listens to this show. I love that. Good. I gotta meet Steve. We gotta invite him to a, a, a Phantoms game or Flyers game wherever we end up going at some point. The best fruit to have sex with. I don't know. Are you trying to put thought to this? Yeah. Alright. Waiting, sweetheart. Um. Hmm. I don't know. We should leave that one to the professionals. I mean, I thought so. Uh, what? what? <laughs> We've already heard Dan's thoughts on Noelle Pod. Shane, what are your opinions on oral, on oral sex in the parking lot of a Burger King? I mean, I'm pro-oral sex anywhere and everywhere. Thank you. I'll be honest. Um, and there is something to be said about the shittier the environment or the more questionable the environment, the better the head. Yeah, I'll 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 own that forever. Um, yeah, very very here for it. Very here for it. Also, can you imagine? Like, look, say me and the missus, we you know we decide, you know what, home and in bed isn't fun anymore. I'm gonna go to like Coles. And just, you know, have some fun in a, in a dressing room. You get caught. You get arrested. You're the couple that got, 
you were the guy that got blown into coals and it got into the papers. And you're like, yeah, I have to now answer why I shop at Coles. And that to me is uncomfortable. And that's what makes it like risky. It isn't the fact that we're out in public. It's the fact that I have to respond to you knowing that I willingly put myself and that I might shop at a Coles. No offense to those of you who shop at Coles. It's fine. I've been in Coles before. I return Amazon packages. But <clears throat> to me, fast food restaurants, it's arguably the only reason they're there. Yeah. Is to provide places to be blown. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciated that. It's kind of dark, but there's enough light, and it's Burger King in the middle of the night. So there's some people there, but not a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you know the ones that are there are probably not fully with it. <laughs> they're they 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 themselves are in a Burger King parking lot in the middle of the night. You can't imagine they're you know good Catholics in their own right. So. <laughs> Have had sex in the church before. It is lovely. Well, the experience was lovely. I don't know if it's always lovely, but at that time it was. Uh, this person says, Dan, thoughts on the Capitals uniforms from Saturday night? The ones with the big W on them, I assume. I don't know. I don't think the Caps have a good jersey. They had their reverse retro one, which was fucking awesome, the Screaming Eagle. But uh, their home away and alternates are just so goddamn bland. Uh, they they're one of the franchises that desperately needs a a overhaul into their uh, their style. So, I guess they're better than their home jerseys. But I'm not a not a big fan of anything they've uh, produced in the last you know, twenty years in terms of jerseys. Yeah, I don't. Uh... I don't know. It's weird with hockey. I, I feel like it's so, and I had this conversation with my buddy too at work for me. I think it's more so the, the goalie gear than it is the uniform itself. Like that to me is what makes visually what, what it makes uh, or makes a uniform is, does it lend itself to some creativity and some awesome, you know, goalie gear. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like there are so few, like just legitimate, awesome, jerseys and uniforms in, in the NHL that I just kind of don't even notice it anymore. Where the fuck did you go? Can't just keep on rambling about uniforms over here. Sit the hell back down. What? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. This is uh, busy uh, hacking out along. <laughs> Understandable. Um... person says what is your opinion on ristolina do you believe the analytics from tony romo or do you think risto is a decent d-man <clears throat> i'm actually glad that this conversation got uh, brought up here um because it's something that i noticed back in the off season when the seth jones to philly rumors were flying high and now we have to deal with it again and with risto and it seems like a lot of your average hockey community members will cite analytics without actually knowing anything about analytics. And this is is one of my main complaints with, you know, Jay Fresh's player cards and shit like that, where it's all color-coded. <clears throat> it's all color-coded. So even the most simple-minded, knuckle-dragging troglodyte can figure out that red is bad and blue is good, right? And 
when the Seth Jones things happened, you know, I would people would oh, but Daniel, he's so bad. I'm like, okay, you know, show me he's bad, and they'd all send me the same screenshot of the same player card, and I would go, okay, what do those numbers mean? And a lot of people didn't have any answer. They didn't know what the fuck they meant. They just know by looking at them that red is bad, and there was a lot of red there. So there you go. And with Ristolainen, it's very much the same thing where, you know, it was the, not the most recent game, but whoever the, whoever the two games ago, whoever they played, um, the Penguins, maybe, Ristolainen was very anal- uh, analytically good in that game as well. And people, oh, it's just one game. It's just one game. You know, you got, you got to look at his time in Buffalo to point it out. It's like, for all intents and purposes, he's been very good analytically here. And he's been perfectly fine through the eye test. You know, the Sanheim-Risto pair is going to have some fuck-ups. But, of course, they are, as is anybody on the ice at any given time, right? So, <laughs> it's just, Ristolainen's it, it, bad, Ristolainen's bad, Ristolainen's bad. But it's like... You don't you don't want to acknowledge the analytics now, and that's the problem with analytics in general. It's just a bunch of fucking people cherry picking bullshit that fits a narrative, right? And there's a lot of that now. And you know, Ristolainen and Frontenac's purpose has been a perfectly fine defenseman this year. And you know, people pick apart <coughs> all of his faults, but for the most part, I've not had a problem with the way this guy's played. And it's just like citing analytics from people that don't know shit about analytics. And you know, Anthony. Put a, uh, puts out the stats, and I typically quote tweet him with some smart-ass comment, and then, of course, all the analytic people are in my mentions, and it's just, his analytics are bad, and I'm like, okay, what analytics? What specifically, in your own words, is this guy doing wrong? And they don't have a fucking answer because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about! It's like, if you're gonna try and argue this shit, like, at least make it fun. Like, do a little bit of research and give me something to argue with rather than just, his analytics are bad, Daniel. Yes, we all know my stance here we, we've talked at nauseam about analytics um so i'm not going to put the listeners through another like 15 minute diatribe about that um but uh but what i what i will say is you know, you can take a look at take take a look at in this at this in this city the the ben simmons thing like take a look at just the player not the whole saga and everything that's kind of going on right now um but Philadelphia was obsessed with taking a look at the one thing that this guy couldn't do. Uh, and they made that the focal point of his, the entirety of his worth. Uh, and that's just flat out wrong. Um, you know, is Ben Simmons a very good basketball player? Absolutely. Uh, is he a deeply flawed one? Absolutely. Can both of those things coexist? Yes. Uh, does that make him an inherently bad basketball player in any way? No, it doesn't. There's a lot of value there. I think what, we're seeing with Risto is I don't know that a lot of people truly knew the ins and outs of his game and what it was that he was going to bring over here. Um, and then just from that, I don't know that they, a lot of people yet know or have known what specifically his role is going to be for the duration of this season. There's that still very well, maybe something that's being figured out. He was a more offensively driven guy over there in Buffalo at times. Haven't really seen a lot of that heavy slap shot and, and offensive driven stuff there. Um, you know, and, and so it's, got to be a little bit of a feel process here you know for me it's going to be about like let's take a look at, at what this player is actively bringing to us in a positive way that we can see and that we can attest to and that we understand and this we is is whomever's listening right now and, and whoever is having those types of arguments about risto then let's also do this same thing about all the things that you know we see that we wish would be different about him run your own cost benefit analysis on that 
sit there and take it, take a look at the player for what you see that player is and what you believe that player is needed to do on the ice for this hockey team in order for it to be a good team. Um, and then make your evaluation that way. Like you don't need, you don't need the, the, the depth of the statistical analysis that, you know, all of these analytics will, will pull. Um, you know, you could take a look at this and you could not overcomplicate it all that much. And you can just say, you know, what that this has worked so far, or I need to see more in this area. Um, for me personally, I, I don't see anything overly wrong with Risto's game. There's nothing sexy about it right now, um, you know. But I don't really know that there needs to be as a as what his role is currently being defined as. So we'll see as that goes on. I'm sure his role will increase and his usage will increase. But um, for right now, like this is it's working. There was the uh, people in that that thread were like. Oh, well, but you can clearly see by the eye test he's not playing well because the analytics says he was, and then they're going back to the eye test thing, and somebody also goes, "Yeah, but he doesn't have any points." It's like you, you, you've you've gone from big brain analytics blaming to just flat out like his points. <laughs> so whatever the fuck these people can muster together to try and hate somebody, I don't know why they go out of the way to the levels that they do to hate somebody on their own team so much. Like, <clears throat> I realize I have gimmicks against, you know, the Travises and, and JVR and whatnot, but if they're playing well, I'll tell you they're playing well. I've said a lot of nice things about JVR this year, and even Travis Sanheim to a certain extent. Like, going out of your way to hate somebody, no matter who it is, on your own team just seems fucking ridiculous to me. Going out of your way to hate anyone or anything. It, like, to go out of your way to, 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 to hate <clears throat> Is and like this is this will be one They're of the most predisposed things to it though, and that's the the the, the whole yeah, analytics yeah. thing is people know that Ristolainen is not good through the eye of the analytics, so you're predisposed to hating them. And I bring that up to these people in the threads as well, and they just oh, it's not that it's he's actually it's like shut up, you know, if you can't properly cite your analytic sources that you're trying to pull on me, then it's you're just predisposed to fucking hating the guy. And, and I don't know, more fucking power to you, but stay the hell out of my goddamn mentions if you don't actually have, you know, wits to bring to this battle here. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, <laughs> if you want to have a legitimate argument, uh, you know, by all means, like, have that. Uh, great. I think debate is, is awesome. I, I think it makes people smarter, um, you know, as long as both parties are bringing something to that, to that table. But, I mean, like I said, something that, that, that you mentioned just a, a few minutes ago that, like, the, you're just predisposed to this hate and you're, you're actively looking to hate something or you're looking to prove one of my one of my best friends is, is that way about everything in life. You know, if, if the world loves something, he has to be the one person who hates it. He can't tell you why he hates it. He could just tell you that he hates it. Uh, and it's just such an unhealthy way to live. Um, you know, and, and I, I think like, fuck man, like if, if you're getting your takes and your news and your things from, from flyers, fucking Twitter, like I feel bad <laughs> for you. Like that's just miserable. Yeah. Like go ahead and enjoy this team in your own right. Formulate your own opinions on these people. Um, you know, and, and formulate it. I just, I don't understand that this need to come at something from hate. Um, it's, uh, it's not awesome. I, it's just, it sounds fucking draining to me to live your life that way. Coming from the most sarcastic member of this entire thing, you would assume that, you know, I'm a rather jaded human and at times I can be, but I do, I do actively try to come at things with a far more positive attitude and outlook 
It's when I'm proven wrong that pisses me off. <laughs> and that was it. That was all the questions. Yeah? Yeah. All right, man. Well, we got through 45 minutes answering just questions. 43 minutes and 37 seconds, actually. Whatever. Close. I'll tell you, man, a lot of the time, because I'm, I'm also sniffling over here, I, I think we, we must all have gotten this through cyberspace in some way, shape, I can, or form. Yeah, I fucked everything up here. I apologize. So, but I keep seeing in, in the fucking corner of my goddamn computer myself, and every time I sniffle, my just the mustache moves, and it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so used to that, to not having to worry about little things like that, but, you know. You look not... like you're 80 pounds heavier with just the mustache. Dude. Look, man. I do apologize, but uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. I'm just caught, is, like I see it on this. This one. is this is the first time eighty pounds heavier. This is the first time, uh, you know that in all of the times that you've called me fat, where I knew going in, had you called me fat, I was, I would have. You're right, Dan. This is a problem. Um, but I had shown people at work like, a couple weeks ago, um, me getting frustrated over an Eagles game at some point. It was Stephanie had taken a video of me. And I had shaved one of the few times over the last several years that I had shaved, went clean shaving without a beard. And I'm sitting there eating a piece of pizza, which, by the way, if you can eat and look fat whilst eating, you know, you're fat. And in that video, like I was chewing a small bite of pizza, but it looked like I had the full pizza in my mouth because that's how much cheek I had just from chewing. And then I'm talking through this like an animal, which is just disgusting. Don't do that, especially when you're in the presence of your lady or partner or whomever you're with. Just don't do that. Like, just chew like a person, finish it. And then if you have to yell something, be be, be that guy or gal and yell. I wasn't that. I, so I was yelling whilst eating and just doing the, the things this, you know simultaneously. And Steph's asking me questions and I'm like then chewing and like just shaking my head real fast. And like I shake my head in this part just moved and then i just started yelling and i sit there and i yell and i reach forward and i realize in this moment that i'm reaching forward to yell and then i'm trying to pick up my coffee on the table but i have to lean back a little and rock momentum to the table to pick up the coffee and this is several years ago so this is when i thought i was thinner so apparently i've been fat for quite some time dan but i had to one of those apparently not I had to rock back and push myself forward the extra like six inches just to get that cup of coffee and come back. And then Steph, you know, goes, you know, I'm recording right now. And I was like, Oh God damn it. And then I see this video and I'm like, fuck. And that was my exhibit a as to why I shouldn't have to do this mustache thing coming into this fucking week. And well, I lost the argument. Here I am looking ridiculous and obese. Yeah. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. We got a lot of hockey uh, this month. We're going to actually get to talk some hockey on the show occasionally. It's going to be a busy November. Yeah, I feel like it's like 11 or 12 games in 21. 11 games in 21 days, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, After this, another awkward three-day break here. And then uh, December is... uh... I think even worse. Yeah. <clears throat> Quite a gauntlet of a month too, so Yeah. Should be uh should be a good test. Um see what kind of hockey team we actually genuinely have. Um 
you know, it's weird. I, I feel like we haven't looked like one identity yet. Like, it's I feel like, like we've won games. Every game. yeah. yeah, and by no means am I sitting here saying I'm not having fun watching this hockey team. I, I absolutely am. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's weird. You're just, some of these days, they, they look like this really clean and fast hockey team, which is something we hadn't seen in a long time. And uh, other times, they look like the Hackstolian era of, like, we scored early, let's protect this for the rest, for the remaining 53 minutes of the hockey game. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just dump it into the, you know, uh, out of the zone and just hope for the best. I'm like, fuck. And it's just an excruciating game to watch. Yeah, um, the... Uh... Yeah, the Vancouver game was like that. They scored the first two goals in like five minutes, and then the rest of the game yep. was just lock it down. Horrible. The Caps game was very similar. And, yep. You know, when they win games like that, it's kind of no harm, no foul, right? You won the game, get the two points, get the fuck out of there, and try again the next night. But, yeah, it is yeah. Uh, It's one of those things that, like, like you, you do need to start uh, being a little more energetic on a nightly basis. And I realize it's hard to do. You can't, you know, have your home opener and, and you know, the next few games where they had a lot of energy. You can't do that every night, but... You know, you gotta you gotta see more of that more often. Yeah. I'll own that. Like going through your schedule, like there are days where, like I w- as a coach, like I would pencil that in. Like I would sit there and be like, we got a lot of hockey coming up in this week. Like if we have an early lead and we can conserve some energy against Team X, like that's unfortunate. That's what we're gonna have to do. It's gonna be a boring night of hockey because. Right now, we got to save some legs because we got two big games coming up at the end of the week. Like, I get that. Like, that's a strategic thing that you just you have to take into consideration. But I do feel like, fuck, this early on in the season where you're having games once every three days, you know, and you've played fewer games than almost everyone in hockey. Like, maybe not now. Like, maybe you should go out there and and, and play competitive uh, with intense you know energy for. 60 minutes as opposed to we got a lead let's do what we can to protect it um you know it's very frustrating early on and that's what makes me so fucking worried about this month but we'll see how it all goes like i said i think it'll be a good test and see if we can play up to the level of competition that we got going on here good to you talking hockey on this hockey show well they said i didn't on noah's fucking show Noah's looking for a minute and five seconds. They talk hockey, and then he talks about his life. You don't want to hear about my life, Noah? Don't listen to the goddamn show. Of all people, to criticize somebody else for not talking hockey on their hockey show. Noah Pot has been a fucking disaster lately. <laughs> I do miss talking hockey. I love talking hockey. Um, but we haven't. I mean, Monday's has been the awkward kind of end of the week. Like, you've talked... It's our this end is the, of the week. Yeah, this is the yeah. start of the new uh, week for myself. So, Anthony didn't steal the spot from me today, though. So. Well, that's good. Saved a little bit of your voice. Tuesday slot. Yeah. yeah, good for him. But yeah, I don't know. It'll it'll be good though. We'll, we'll get a we'll get a blend of my life, Noah, and uh, and a blend of hockey listeners. Um, it'll be it'll be a good month here for Flyer Side Chat. We got merchandise that, that came out. Yeah, it's glorious. Merch. You guys asked nine questions, of which two were worth our time thank you <laughs> um i alienate people so fast yeah i sit there and like pander for for these questions and i'm just like yeah like send send in i'll answer all anything. day long we're plugging this fucking thing i know and, and, and it comes right like, god they all suck and i'm like can like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> um which one is a shittier dancer between kate Grace, Mike, and Nick. Like, who's the shittiest dancer? Because that's 
Unfortunately, that's who Elaine's going to have to be. Do we know this information? Mike and Nick. I feel like Mike might be the answer there. Okay. He doesn't strike me as a dancer. All right. The other three, at least I could visualize. uh... And Mike's a beautiful man, so, you know, he could pick up the, you know, the effeminate qualities of the Elaine. That works. All right, Mike, you're Elaine. Sorry, dude. Okay. So there we go. We, we I think this might be the first week that we ever adequately like got to the end of Mark's question there. Um, I will still be up thinking about that later. I promise. But I don't know. We got anything else we're going to talk about before you, uh, you know, die? I don't think so. You don't have the vid, right? Like this is just no. A regular... This is just. <clears throat> I was uh. After selling the car last week, I goddamn knew a respiratory infection was coming, and it did. And uh, I had a very bad uh, respiratory infection to a point where I could barely breathe without hacking up a fucking lung, and that led to a real bad sore throat. Um, And that kind of went away on Sunday, and now my throat's fine, I feel fine, I can breathe, but I'm so motherfucking congested it's not even funny. I've blown like 95 pounds of snot out of my head today alone, and it just doesn't matter. It's just, my, my head feels like it's going to fucking explode. There's so much pressure in my ears and shit. Dude, get yourself a neti pot. But, um... You know what that is? I've been sucking on the quill uh, that you uh, led me on to. Yeah. Love it. You're, you're the reason I can't get any in stock right now. Yeah. The get a neti pot. Capital N, small Y, big fucking Q! Get... A neti pot. Get Do you know pot? what it is? No, a neti pot. I think it's called a neti pot. It's like a teapot with some sort of solution. And you sit there. Like a math problem? Just like that. And you put it in the one nostril. And it go yeah, that. And it goes up and then out the other nostril. <laughs> and then you blow it out. I'm terrified. I just, I just want to see. I just want to see someone do it in real life. I don't think anyone actually has ever done it before. That's so I'm just trying to get you to do it on the show. Isn't how you like waterboard yourself? Yeah, it's just like that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's so fucking weird. I've heard of them. I've never. Uh... <clears throat> All right. Well, get one. And I'm trying to not cough a whole lot because I don't want to re-aggravate my fucking throat, which is raw. At this so you point. talk so a lot. I talk a lot and. Maybe you yeah. should have taken the week off, Dan. Maybe you should have said, Shane, can you host the shows all week? And you know what I would have said? Fuck no, no I'm not going to host your shows all week. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um. oh. but, Did I ask you this last week? I can't remember. I don't know. What did you ask me? What it, no, I'm asking if I had, Shut the fuck up, Dan. <laughs> Well, actually, I, I take that back because I'm going to need you to speak in just a moment. Did I ask you last week what the best Paul Newman movie was? I don't think so. Okay, I have to ask you now. What is the best Paul Newman movie? You think I have any idea off the top Google of my head? Google Paul Newman in your incognito window, Dan. <laughs> incognito window. I got into a debate with some buddies, and I've been trying to just... I've been trying <laughs> to gather... Support. Let's see. Yeah. 
I just want you to know that this close to your camera, you're a significantly less beautiful man than you are just two feet further from the camera. <laughs> just a lot Why of is forehead. This I called you fat. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Hat is a little high. Hmm. What am I? What am I? Who, who the hell's Paul Newman? Let's see here. You're not uh, that much younger than me. <laughs> Paul Newman's been dead for 20 years. Let's see here. Have you seen any of the movies that you're seeing right now on your screen? Uh, I've seen Cars. listeners any when this comes out <laughs> i just need anyone who has seen a handful of paul newman movies to tweet at me which one is the elite of all of his movies and there are several that are fucking phenomenal but there is only one correct answer to this question this is a mike ud question not for me i don't know does he buy maybe he knows movies Actually, I think I have talked movies with him before. I can't remember. Um, we kind of let off the hockey talks. I don't know if Mike still listens to us. Uh, um, Lady L. All right, li- listeners. <laughs> the life and times of Judge Roy Bean. Great. There's only one correct answer, listeners, and I'm just I'm hoping that uh, that Slap all of shot? you just tweet at fuck you will tweet at me <laughs> the correct response. And if you do, fat just, man and the little boy. That's if the you show. tweet at me, <laughs> it's weird that you're calling yourself a little boy, but all right. Look at that fucking mustache. Of course, you're seducing little boys. Oh Jesus Christ, Dan! <laughs> it's only going to be one week, and my facial hair grows back so damn fast that. This is going to be like mildly back by tomorrow. <sighs> Mr. Awful. and Mrs. Bridge. Jesus. <sighs> well, the Hudsucker proxy. I am so stressed out right now. <sighs> um, I'm going to guess it right sooner or later. The Towering Inferno. Well, I'm not answering now. This is this is just absurd. Cool Hand Luke. I've heard of that one. Torn Curtain. <clears throat> well, we're gonna get you get you a movification, movification, a movie education, Dan. Anyway. I don't have shit else left to talk about, but I do need shifted your computer there a little. I did. My headphones caught in my ass. The the cord, by the way, yeah. it's betwixt his cheeks. Nailed mm. it. Call back. Did I just unplug my mic in the process. Let me see. Oh, no, we're good. All right, let's wrap this one up. We answered nine questions. We talked hockey. No, life and times of Paul Newman. Life and times of Billy Meats.
Yes. Christ, I need a fucking bullet to the head. All right, everybody. It's, we're, um, we'll call, <laughs> call it a day here. Shane's busy texting anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I'll be back, uh, sometime this week with somebody. Uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to Anthony yet. Uh, I think Sisterly Pod's Thursday, and it is, I haven't talked to Mike, or, um, the other ones either. You know what, everybody, we'll be back sometime this week! I don't know what the fucking schedule is. I just want you to have a voice, and, like, not be deathly ill the next time you hop on the mic. I would like that as well, but, you know, hard to record daily podcasts when you can't do daily shows because you're on death's door. Can you imagine me guest spotting the host's jobs on all of your shows? You co-hosting with Anthony? I could co-host with Anthony. I, I That might be the only one I could do. I would get to go back to being my old, let me just talk smart hockey stuff for a while, as opposed to not me. Whatever this is. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you guys know who the fuck I am. You've been welcomed into the insanity. All right, everybody. At Dan the Flyer fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. Um, the new merch is up. The link is on the Brotherly Pod page at Brotherly underscore pod. Check it out. Yeah, the new Flyer side chat. Bitmoji merch. Afraid <laughs> off a yawn there. Fucking professional. Uh, you know. You know, it happens. I mean, a yawn is like... On the bottom of professional things I've done in this episode. But. It's true. Um, Shane. You guys can get me. It's at Shane underscore Mead. Definitely tweet me what Paul, Paul Newman's best movie is. It's very important. Uh, that's it. A magnetic titan of Hollywood. Paul Newman dead at 83. Paul Newman, race car driver. He's a BAFTA award winner. British Academy Film Awards, or BAFTA. (laughs) Yeah. You guys know who Paul Newman is? Watching these movies from the fucking 40s here. Make me pick the best one. Unbelievable. Some people appreciate good things. Then there's you. I've seen cars. Fucking horrifying. (laughs) When your fucking mustache ride over there. (laughs) God damn it. It's very uncomfortable. Good. All right, everyone. Do we sign off yet? What the fuck? All right. (laughs) Goodbye and. (laughs) We're just going to go ahead and say good night now. While he's dying. Just click the button, Dan. Good night.